Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Um, Bonnie Violet here, a queer chaplain, and you are at Lacing Your Narrative with the Spiritual Thread. This is day number 20 of the Daily Lives and our fourth week of an eight-week series. Um, today is the day you, get, you catch me in partial drag <laughs> as I get ready for uh, the Splintered Grace podcast with my aunt, 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 <laughs> my aunt Tina. Um, and so um, I did kind of throw on a lip here. It's not so great, but I just tried to put it on because it looked even weirder without a lip. But anywho, <clears throat> hope that you all are having a great, uh, you know, week, even though I know it's just getting started. Hope your Sunday went swell. Um, so when was a time that you didn't feel spiritual? Uh, one of the things that I was kind of reflecting on a little bit um, with this question, but also with the last question, I was um, realizing, because it was like, when was a time that you didn't feel spiritual? Again, I kind of like, because I've kind of like been looking at this for so long, it's hard for me to kind of go there. Um, but I recall that when I was thinking about when did I feel most connected, it kind of brought up some of the times that I didn't. Um, so I don't know if that's something that you might find yourself as kind of like thinking of the opposite. <laughs> of this during this time? Um, when was the time that you didn't feel spiritual? Um, I've kind of hit a block on, um, on like how to speak more on this than what I have so far. Um, and that's part of the process I think for all of us as we kind of go through this is that we'll hit these stunted times where um, you know, and maybe on our own, we're not able to kind of spark that conversation. So maybe there's folks that are listening that could share with me um, when a time was that uh, they didn't feel spiritual, or if you have some questions for me that would kind of help um, trigger me to say something that would be great too. Um, but I think a lot of the times on the outside, 
this is just a reflection that comes to mind. Um, ever since I did kind of start being in a spiritual path again, um, one of the times that I can, one of the times that you can notice that I'm really, I think I can be really struggling or really be going through something is probably the times that I will look more outwardly spiritual. Um, I will probably be doing more intentional, like spiritual things and actions um, in response to me having some sort of difficulty or challenge um, with something in life. Um, for whatever reason, I'm still kind of one of those people that, you know, I think some people refer to them as like foxhole prayer prayers, like people who tend to just like reach for God, reach for spirituality, ask for help, or like, you know, like when things are just really, really, really to a point that like things are bad or things are in crisis or things are challenging, that's when you kind of turn to God or to some sort of spiritual action. And for me, oftentimes, if you're starting to see me do a lot of spiritual activities, which for me is praying more, um, it's also going to, because I'm in recovery, you'll find me in more recovery spaces. Um, I will probably be meditating. I will, um, I don't know, I'll be meeting. I don't know, I'll just, I just send, tend to take a little bit more action when I'm struggling. Um, and it's great to kind of have that response, you know, now, like before I would get, I could get into those places and then I would just feel helpless and I would feel hopeless because I didn't have any actions that I could take um, or I didn't know what actions I could take or I hadn't really discovered um, the actions that I can take now that really do help me. And I figured out ways, I figured out ways to, um, to address those uh, uncomfortable feelings or thoughts that were um, going on with me. Um, and, you know, now I just reach for something else. That's what I always say is like, I just reach for something else than what I used to. I'm reaching for something that will um, draw me closer to the thing I sometimes call God. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll lift, I'll, I'll lift something up like that rather than say, um, you know, because I don't drink or drug, that was something that I would lean into. And I, I hadn't fully realized it, but uh, that's something that I used to reach for um, when I was challenged with life. No, don't get me wrong. I drank and <laughs> did all that for, for lots of reasons beyond just that. But um, I can recognize that a lot of my um, actions in the past that I don't do now or do as much um, were responses in me trying to change the way that I feel. Um, I remember when I first got sober, I didn't think I really, like, I thought, oh, I could just not drink and not do drugs and, like, be sober. And, like, that's easy because I don't have a problem with, like, I didn't feel as if I had, like, a like a craving or something that I just had to do it all the time. Um, at least I didn't feel like I had that relationship with substances when I, when I went to quit. So I was like, Oh, I'll just stop them. Um, but then as I um, actually began to just stop them, it did become a little bit more difficult. But one of the things that I began to recognize is one, I got to sit in a lot of pain that I hadn't been able to sit through before. Um, 
that, you know, that because I was, I don't know, I was just able to do that. And I remember there were times when I felt like I wanted to a drink or doing drugs or something like that would come to my mind. And I noticed that because I really had come to the conclusion that those sorts of things really weren't going to help me anymore or, and they were actually going to be more harmful just in the way that my life had become and the impact that it had had on my life. And I recognized that a lot of the times I just didn't want to feel the way I was feeling and I needed to get out of that. Um, and I think, I don't think that's uncommon. I think a lot of us can get to a space where we, um, are feeling a way that we don't want to feel, or we're feeling a way that we um, don't think we can handle, or that we're just uncomfortable with. And so we'll reach to um, something to take us out of that feeling. Um, I've learned to try to sit through some of those feelings because uh, this too shall pass. Like a lot of the times the feelings do pass. Um, and there are things that I can pick up. There are things that I can do that help me um, as I go through those feelings, you know, um, sometimes that's just sitting with myself. That's, that's prayer. That's, um, taking space for myself. Sometimes that's actually calling somebody and talking with one and someone and telling them the way that I feel. Um, sometimes it is just, you know, trying to go out and have some fun or do something a little bit more life giving. Um, but I've learned to try to, if I can, um, experience some of those feelings, um, a little bit more than I used to, um, especially the really uncomfortable ones. Um, and surprisingly for me, some of the more intoxicating or more challenging um, feelings are like the good ones, the um, the excitement, the joy, the, um, the wow, life is so great kind of stuff. Because then I, I don't know, like sometimes I don't know what to do with all that because I've been so trained to not expect that or to I remember I used to thinking that like just waiting for the 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 shoe to drop like there was some sort of like okay so if something was really good then it had to be like something really bad had to happen and good bad and it was just kind of like that back and forth and I feel like um since I've been able to kind of like slow down and have a little bit more awareness there's not so much of that like neck breaking like jarring kind of jerking from one thing to another you know for one I don't even label things good or bad anymore in the way that I used to there's not black and white everything's not so black and white and I heard somebody share this um, that there are shades of bright which I really like that um, and because there are more of that the the travel from one from one state to the another is a lot shorter and it doesn't have to be so severe um, and also one thing can be really difficult um, and some things can be really great um, at the same time. And before, um, I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to, um, to have those two or to recognize or to really experience those two things at the same time. Um, and with spirituality, I've been able to do that. So maybe, maybe that's when I didn't feel spiritual. Maybe that's a way to think about when it's just thinking about when things were different, you know, like 
when like where I'm at now in my spirituality or my understanding, what was it like before this? Like, how has it changed? How is it different? And I think for me, that's one of those things that it's not, everything's not so black and white. Everything doesn't go from like good to bad. You know, something great doesn't happen. And then I wait for the shoe to drop. It's just, I can go with kind of what comes and there's going to be really difficult things. Um, and there's going to be some really great things. And then there's going to be some things that are just kind of like the weather in San Francisco most of the time. Just meh. <laughs> um, but anywho, I feel like I've talked plenty on this, especially when I didn't know what I was going to talk about. So um, that's how it works sometimes, though. Um, I encourage you all to continue through this creative process of writing or typing or whatever art um, that you are um, utilizing to um, just explore and to begin to lace a spiritual thread throughout your narrative. Um, thank you so much. If you're around and you're interested, um, you're welcome to join me and my aunt at um, Splintered Grace. We'll be going live here in about an hour at 1030 um, Pacific Standard Time. And um, take care. Have a blessed day. And I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't, but we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.